Thanks for tuning in to Start With Scripture, a Hesed Heart podcast. I'm your host, Audrey Grove, here to bring you scripture reading and application that can fit into your morning routine and your busy schedule. Learn more at hesedheart.com. Good morning, my friends, and happy Tuesday. Yesterday we saw Jesus say, you know that after two days the Passover is coming and the Son of Man will be delivered up to be crucified. And today we will see that Passover feast. We also saw a woman who honored Jesus. She lavished honor on him even when the disciples questioned her. And even though some honor Jesus, we're also going to see that some do not honor him. So let's dive right in today. We are in Matthew chapter 26, starting in verse 14, and I'm reading from the ESV. Then one of the twelve, whose name was Judas Iscariot, went to the chief priests and said, What will you give me if I deliver him over to you? And they paid him thirty pieces of silver. And from that moment he sought an opportunity to betray him, meaning Jesus. This person who was one of Jesus' closest followers, probably one of his closest friends, goes and agrees to betray him for only 30 pieces of silver. That is the cost and the worth to him of Jesus' life. Now, in the Old Testament, that was actually kind of a a meager sum, and it was used when their cattle had gored a slave to death. It wasn't even a sum that would represent the death of a nobleman that we know Jesus is, but the death of a slave. How lowly would Judas have to view him to give him up and betray him for only 30 pieces of silver? And as I was reading this again, I realized how numb I become to how tragic and heartbreaking and shockingly horrible this is. Judas has been with Jesus throughout his entire ministry. He's been following him, listening to him. He's part of the inner group of these 12 disciples, the group who gets his one-on-one teaching. And I would imagine after traveling from Galilee all through that region and then south down to Judea and Jerusalem, you would have to become good friends. He's a member of Jesus' intimate tribe, his group. The people that he knows intimately and who know him intimately, his likes, his dislikes. He knows Judas and Judas knows him and he is willing to give him up for the price of a slave. Now on the first day of unleavened bread, the disciples came to Jesus. Now the festival of unleavened bread um, was 
a celebration to remember the deliverance uh, from Egypt in the Old Testament when God delivered the Jews from Pharaoh. And Passover, as we talked about before, the day when they put blood on their doorposts so the angel of death would pass over them, is happening here. And that is the first day of the Festival of Unleavened Bread. Now, on the first day of Unleavened Bread, the Passover, the disciples came to Jesus saying, Where will you have us prepare for you to eat the Passover? And he said, Go into the city to a certain man and say to him, The teacher says, My time is at hand. I will keep the Passover at your house with my disciples. And the disciples did as Jesus had directed them, and they prepared the Passover. When it was evening, he reclined at the table with the twelve. And as they were eating, he said, Truly I say to you, one of you will betray me. And they were very sorrowful and began to say to him, One after another, Is it I, Lord? And he answered, He who has dipped his hand in the dish with me will betray me. And the Son of Man goes as it is written of him. But woe to that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would have been better for that man if he had not been born. Judas, who would betray him, answered, Is it I, Rabbi? And he said to him, You have said so. Jesus knows that one of his closest friends or at least one of his closest followers, his closest students, will betray him. And yet, he's sitting beside him at the Passover dinner. He's dipping into the same dish as the man who will betray him. And he calls him out. He calls him out and he says, I know what you're going to do. Now, as they were eating, Jesus took bread, and after blessing it, broke it, and gave it to the disciples, and said, Take, eat. This is my body. And he took a cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink of it, all of you, for this is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. I tell you, I will not drink again of this fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. See that beautiful symbolism. This is my blood of the covenant, the blood of the Passover lamb that will cause God's judgment to pass over you. That is ultimately Jesus. But also notice that he says, Drink of it, all of you, for this is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. Now this is just my two cents here. But he knows Judas will betray him. And he doesn't throw him out in the cold. He doesn't disown him. Instead, he extends this meal to him. He extends the first ever Lord's Supper, the first ever communion to him. And I believe that if Judas had repented, that if he had come to Jesus, told him what he had done, and truly repented, that he 
could still have saving faith. And Jesus extends this last opportunity to him, showing mercy and grace, even though he had to be in so much pain because a member of his closest group would betray him. As I read this story again, like I said, I noticed how numb I tend to become because I know intellectually that Judas betrays him. I tend to forget emotionally what it probably felt like for Jesus. And I just want to extend that invitation to you as well. Trying to view these scripture stories that many of us grew up with, that many of us have heard hundreds of times, and trying to view them through what their heart would be feeling, what their mind would be thinking in that situation. And so we shouldn't allow these stories to become stale to us. When we hear them and when we read them, ask God to give us new eyes and hearts of empathy to see what these people saw and to feel what they felt. Because when we understand how utterly horrible it was to be betrayed by one of your closest friends or followers, then we start to see the beginning of Jesus' suffering, of his being abandoned, being forsaken. And we'll continue to see that throughout this week. I will see you tomorrow morning. I am so proud of you for starting with scripture. If you enjoy these free podcasts, please consider contributing to the ministry at Hesed Heart. You can do this through the Anchor app or by visiting hesedheart.com give. You can also visit hesedheart.com for even more resources, including faith-based yoga and Bible-based meditations.